The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Hello and welcome to the podcast, producers Karen oh, and producers, producer Car- producers Karen Rami. There we go. We got there. Oh, Lord. Nicely done. Mate, I've had like. No sleep. I know. Sleep. Got kids. You chose to procreate. <laughs> no. Wow. No one else's responsibility. <laughs> Thank you, Kimber. But you've had a Zarafa's coffee caramel crunch, you so you should be up have. and about. You certainly have. Not <laughs> that thing. Pancreas but. is the size of Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> I there was a mosquito in the bedroom. Oh, last night. That's yes. not good. Oh, I would have just set that thing on fire. I couldn't. I couldn't find the bloody thing. Oh, oh. yeah, that's annoying. Isn't I, it? I, I literally could not find the thing. It was buzzing around, and it got close. And I would. I had my phone on and the torch on ready to see it sort of appear, and I would hear it buzzing around. I couldn't see it. That's annoying. You know that oh. happened last night? My wife, T, uh, uh, walked into the kitchen, and Steppy D goes, you got something on your face. And they're like, what? I don't know. There's something on your face. And I went, yeah, you do have something on your face. And I went to pull it off thinking it was a bit of fluff, and it was a mozzie. That was- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> walking wow. around. Yeah. Just- Just- having a go. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. What um, surprises me, though, is, wait, so it doesn't mean you sleep in absolute silence. What do you mean? Like. Do you sleep in absolute silence? No, like you have no background noise. Sounds what that, do you mean? that cut through. Rami has questions. I have. Rami, how do you still? How do you have questions about everything? Like you're you're asking Rami people if we questions. sleep in silence. Rami Most people sleep questions. in silence. No, I've got two fans going plus background noise. Sure, but that is, it is background noise. But there's some so kind I can't of hear ambient mic. ambient noise that is quite mm. relaxing because it's monotone. And yeah. then there's. Also, mosquitoes I come agree. up to your face. They're I in agree. And I can't yeah. hear them. I've got two fans on my face. Oh my goodness. That kind of stops them. You're welcome. Them. Try that tonight. Putting a fan in my face? Yeah. I'll need Jake. <laughs> Leave him out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is constantly hitting on Rami's partner. Yeah. Behind yeah. the scenes, reveal the curtain. Not oh. really hitting on him, just like making Rami think that he's hitting on him. So it just <laughs> oh, no, he's provides an insecurity in a relationship he's not a part of. Oh, trust me. It's it's our chats over dinner, Jake and I. We talk about Pete all the time. Yeah. 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 Our, our chats, me and Jake over dinner, we talk about, we never talk about Rami. Never. <laughs> Anyway, we are here today. Kerry, do you want to explain why? Well, so we did a phone topic a little bit earlier this morning about catching vomit. And we thought, you know what? That's not enough. Let's talk more about vomit. Uh, Because both Rami and I have stories about vomit. And Rami has stories. I'm I'm sure that there would be some more stories to come out of this that you guys have about vomit. There's one coming up. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Uh, Do you want to hit yours first? Uh, I can. Mine's overseas. So I was in Canada Uh um, and as a parting, I got family over there. As a parting gift at the airport, they gave me... Gastro. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Uh, I'll uh, preface this by saying it's legal over there. So they gave me two gummies. Uh Special, special, special gummies. Cannabis gummies. Correct. And they said, just take them for the flight. You'll knock you right out and you'll have fun. Like you'll, you know, get back to Australia and you're fine. (laughs) Keep in mind, hadn't done it before. Never, never before. Uh Um, Anyway, take two did not go well for me. Um, I was in line in customs and all that sort of thing and just completely spacing out. And then when I get onto the plane, which felt like five hours later, it was probably only an hour later. Um, I felt I was seated between two passengers and the plane, you know, all getting ready. Yes, yes. Overhead compartments all locked up. Um, the plane starts taxiing and I'm like, oh no, I don't feel great. You started grumbling. I 
projectile vomited oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> on the, the <laughs> on you haven't even taken off yet <laughs> had to take it all taxiing a projectile vomit oh, on the seat in front of me no. and people start screaming <laughs> they're like oh, oh my god what's wrong with this guy oh my god they had to, um and then the flight attendant comes up to me they ask oh my god what's going on and i said oh i'm cooked as fuck <laughs> <laughs> I tried lying. I don't know why I lied, but I said, I've got food poisoning. They're like, sir, your, your, your face is green. You, 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 you've taken something. And they made an assumption. Yes. That's so not okay. Well. (laughs) Isn't it? That's not okay. They probably knew. If someone threw up in a plane, the last thing I'm thinking is, what have you had? I'm obviously going, Mm. you're nervous, you're scared, you've never flown before, you've had something rough, you drank at the airport. Well, yeah, I would certainly think alcohol might be involved. And I wasn't Mm. exactly coherent. No. So they, like, I mean, fair enough. I I looked like, anyway, long story short, they stopped the plane put it back along the, um, what do you yes, call it, yeah, the yeah. thing, and escorted me off the flight. Really? <laughs> when did you get to fly again? So I had to be put <laughs> on another flying. flight 24 hours later. To, I was, it was meant to be a flight direct to Melbourne. Yes. Or, but, sorry, yeah, I was leaving Melbourne at the time. Um, but it ended up being a flight to Chicago. I had to stay over 24 hours and sober up and then make it back to Australia, Jeez. like two wow. days later. Gummies. It's like nature's wow. tamazepan. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Honestly, and I haven't been back since, and I'm terrified because I feel like my name would be on a list. The yeah, best be part is none of this actually happened. No. It, it, was, it was all in his head. <laughs> and he was asleep because he was high and passed out the entire time. It all took place in a lounge room in Ellenbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I used to vomit a lot as a kid, and so um, I went, like, mum, my room was down one side of the house, and mum and dad's room was up the other side of the house, so I was really sick one night, and I got up to let mum know, because that's just what I used to do. Oh, and so all I, kids do that, mate. Uh, yeah, but he was 24. <laughs> I was probably about, I reckon I was probably about uh, seven or eight when this happened. So, so wait, I, pause, why did you vomit a lot as a kid? I don't know, oh, it's just I a thing too. that I, I just yeah. had it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thing. I used to get tummy blood bugs. noses. Yeah. yeah, tummy bugs, Same. blood noses, and, and vomit. And that's it. No, no gummies. No, different types of gummies. Normal gummies, not not high gummies. Um, And so I woke mum up and ran back down the house. And before I made it to the toilet, which was back down my end of the house, Mm -hmm. I vomited on the floor. And then I finally got to the toilet and then continued. Now, while that was happening, my mum was running after me. Oh, wow. And stepped in the vomit and Uh, slipped and landed on her tailbone and ended up in hospital overnight. Should be spewing. <laughs> but the worst thing was, wow. mum and dad have an ensuite, so I could have just gone straight into mum and dad's toilet <laughs> rather than running back down the house. But you had to be validated, didn't you? I did. I'm I did. not well. Chase after me. Chase after me. So mum's on the floor, like grabbing her back, and I'm just sitting into the oh, toilet, just vomiting my guts up. And my gosh. dad and my brother are like, what is going on? Sounds so, like a Corelli household. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it's pretty standard fare so for us. It's so gross, isn't it? But there's always such good stories out of it. Yeah. One of the kids vomited into Liz's mouth once. Oh, <coughs> yeah. Because you're holding, because you, when yuck. they're babies, you're holding them like this. Like you're holding, yeah. and they just spew. Blech. They just spew. Mm. And if your mouth is in the right place at the wrong time, mm. in it goes. I haven't I got uh, seriously ill in Sri Lanka. 
and uh, I woke up with my mattress covered in my own mess. Oh. Uh, and I ended up laying on the slats of the bed with the mattress shoved outside. <laughs> Mango, who was with me in Sri Lanka, woke up and I went, I'm not well, man. I'm not well. He went, and God bless Asia, you can get anything from the pharmacy. He got me got me these tablets. I don't know what they were. I downed two. Three hours later, we're on the Scotch and Coke. <laughs> so you slept on the slats for that whole night? No, not for the oh, for a couple of hours because I, I, you know, yeah. Do you yeah. know, oh like, God. okay, so I'll throw this one in. So when, like, years ago when we were just finishing high school, right, and a couple of the people in my year were older than me, so, like, they were, like, you know, when you got your 18, 17 split. So a yeah. few people had had their birthdays. And uh, there was this big party and it was someone's parents owned a hall. And so they were like, we're having it at this hall and you can all stay the night because it was country town. It was past Mundajong and everyone was like, look, no one's going to be able to get home. Mm -hmm. So we all took sleeping gear, like sleeping bags, pillows, that sort of gear. And we threw it all in this room because in the hall there was one small room that they used to have for brides to get ready if they ever had it for a wedding. So Mm. it was this sweet little, you know, mirror and table, little dressing room for them. And all of our belongings, all of our dunas and pillows or everything were in there so that in the hall we were just partying and dancing and then later we were all going to drag our gear out. And a couple of the girls (laughs) (laughs) rocked up late to the party and thought, won't it be a super idea if we try to catch up with everyone else's level of drinking Mm. by just drinking straight booze and, you know, just dumb girl choices at that age. Catch up is a terrible game. It's a stupid thing to do. So these two girls basically wrote themselves off in a period of an hour, right, if that. And because they weren't feeling well, they went and both took themselves off to this room and they ended up spewing over everything in the room. (laughs) So all of our dunas and our sleeping bags and our pillows, everything is covered in mank. And so when we all go to sleep that night, we're we're literally sleeping on floorboards in a in a basically a town hall oh, yes. with next to no because you know you, I don't want to use the doona and and so because me being me and all of eighteen years of age and you know seventeen eighteen and still being opinionated, <laughs> I demanded that those girls get all of our stuff dry cleaned. Because I was like, this is ludicrous. I'm not going home and having to spend 50 bucks or whatever, getting this doona washed or whatever. And they did. They took everyone's gear and they dry cleaned the lot of it. Wow. Oh, that's good. I'm so glad I didn't know Kimball while I was going through my (laughs) misspent youth. (laughs) That's a long night on floorboards, guys. It was a long night. Jeez. That's fair though. You'd you'd expect them to clean up after themselves. Rank. I remember once I had to MC a wedding for a friend, um, and being the MC, I was a bit nervous, and so I two gummies. Yeah, two gummies. (laughs) Had a couple of (laughs) (laughs) and I was kicked out of the wedding. No, I had a couple of um, champagnes just to kind of you know warm myself up, and then I ended up being smashed on the bus back to the hotel we were all staying at, even the bridal party. Um, I threw up. Um, in the corner of the bus secretly. I thought it was secretly. And then I get an email from the bride the next day, who's a dear friend of mine, and she's like, I'm so sorry it is to you, but do you mind paying? For the claim. Yeah. yeah. And I was doing this pro bono, so <laughs> and I'm paying <laughs> to MC this wedding. Pro bo- that's not a Jake reference, is it? Pro no, 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 that's pro bono. <laughs> uh, on top of vomit stories, what do we have in the podcast today? Carrie, you're the best. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank we, we, we had Pete try to recruit some people into a gang. It's not a street gang. It's not as cool as it sounds. Uh, yes, it is. 
Is it? And if we're if we go out on the street, then technically we're a street gang. It's a gang I'm a part of. As so well. maybe I'll get a few of them together, and we'll go for a walk. We'll okay. go for a walk on the street right. somewhere. Well, you can join his gang. Um, um, where'd you catch Vom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more of that. Oh, I mean, we've been we've through that. Yeah, we're trying to make romance for a mixed listener. Mm. Someone in our mixed fam reached out and said, "I've got a crush on someone at work." What do you guys think I should do? And we're trying to get to the bottom of that. And Maddie, like exclusive behind the scenes audio that only you could get. Extraordinary How stuff. Did you Harry get that? Styles behind the scenes at his sound check at HBF Park. He's Incredible. so charming. Mm. Exclusive. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy the podcast. And yeah. We'll catch you later. See ya. <laughs> now, being Harry Styles, say, well, Maddie. Yes, you tasked me with doing something to celebrate to this momentous day, Harry Styles Day. So I've been out there thinking, oh, I write a song, I write a sketch, and I'm going, what can I do? What's good enough for Harry Styles Day? And then, thanks to my connections with Coles Radio, I was able <laughs> to get this audio because yesterday was the sound check. And when Harry Styles arrived at HBF Park to see, you know, what it was all like, do his sound check, I got some audio from that moment. Oh, great. Harry Styles, welcome to HBF Park. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? What city am I in? Uh, Perth. Oh, yeah, Perth. It's nice, isn't it? I like it here. Gee, it's hot. Hey, Stefan. Yes, my darling. Stefan, you know that tassily number I'm wearing as it was? You know it's not the same as it was. Yeah, that's the one. Can we get a little bit of, I don't know, breathability between the tassels? Because it can be quite hot, and I think tonight's going to be a bit balmy. Of course, darling. I make a breathability in the tassels. Thank you very much, Stefan. I like your sky. It's a beautiful pale blue. Yes, yes. It comes from a, with a very dry heat. Yeah, I like a dry heat. I need a bottle of water. Hey, Michael, can I have a bottle of water? Sure, Harry. It's important to hydrate. There you go, Harry. Thanks, Michael. Hey, you lot need a bottle of water and all. Everyone needs to say hydrated. Michael, make sure everyone gets a bottle of water. Will do, Harry. Hey, guys. Harry wants everyone to have a bottle of water and keep hydrated. Yeah, thanks, Harry. Hey, good on you, Harry. Yeah, no worries, boys. Cheers, Harry. Hey, Stefan. Yes, darling. You know that that tight number I'm wearing in late night talking? All this late night talking. Yeah, that's the one. Well, it's beginning to chafe, and I'm worried with tonight's temperatures, I might find it a bit uncomfortable. Of course, Harry, darling. I make a chafing and disappear. Thank you very much, Stefan. Gee, I'd like a twin pole. You know them icy poles you get? I like them, because you can eat in the whole thing, or if you're not feeling like it, you can split it in half and share it, can't you? Hey, Michael? Yes, Harry? You want to share a twin pole with me? Uh, yeah, 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 sure, Harry. Yeah, nice one. At sunset, this will look absolutely beautiful. You'll just be bathed in a golden light. Yeah, that sounds nice, doesn't it, sunset here? Hey, Stefan. Yes, my darling. You know that little jaunty piece I'm wearing during Sign of the Times? It's a sign of the times. Yeah, that's the one. Can we, can we have a bit more reflective stuff on that? I think at sunset that'll be lovely. It'll be sort of like bathe me in a golden orb of light. Of course, darling, I'll make a reflective. You'll be like a beautiful sun on the stage. Thank you very much, Stefan. Hey, all right. What city is this again? You're in Perth. Yeah, I like Perth. I could live here. All right, it's going to be a good night. 
Right. Wow. Oh. At any point did he like sing? Did he play any instruments or? Well, he was just getting a feel for the place. Right. He's no. so delightful. Oh, he's a lovely, and charming, yes. and yeah, treated everybody with kindness. Absolutely. And hydrated. Great <laughs> style. Great style. <laughs> Pete, Matt, and uh, so yesterday, Pete was hanging out with friends, and um, they're all mums. I don't have kids myself. Got nieces and nephews that I adore and spend plenty of time with, but definitely not in the mum capacity. Mm. We're talking a lot about the self-sacrifices that you make as a parent. And we were just talking about sort of the things you have to deal with. And one of my friends came out with this statement that I just didn't really expect. It came from nowhere. And she went, yeah, I know. I mean, being a mum is really different. I never thought I'd be the kind of person to catch vomit in my hands. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) And I went, the idea of vomit in your hands... Catching that, yeah, all I could feel was warmth. Oh, you go through a lot of firsts. I did, and I just said to her, "Oh God, what were the circumstances of that?" And she was like, "Well, I just, I either had to catch it in my hands, or it was going to go in my car." Yeah. Well, the thing is, you have to get used to that sort of stuff because it happens that often. It literally happened to us over the weekend. No. Yeah, like we were, we uh, were out in Vic Park, um, and Ollie Bear had a little spew. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he had a little spewy. But the problem we have is that the way the three kids sit in the back, Mila, our elder, sits in the middle. Yeah. And she spews when she smells a spew. And oh, great. I spewed. So Mila spewed. Oh, yuck. The word itself. I mean. And then Izzy spewed. Oh, yuck. Um, because it, because the wind was blowing through the window and a little bit got on her. So. Good yeah, times. That was fun. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah. The thing is, too, when you're in a car, I can understand it's a bit different because, you know, you, you know that. That's something you're trying to prevent having to deal with ongoing. You don't Mm. want it in the carpets and stuff like that. And sometimes you do have to catch it in something. Like when I went out partying when I was younger and mum would drop us off, me and all my girlfriends to the clubs and stuff like that, Mm. mum always travelled with bags, like plastic bags and buckets in the car. What? (laughs) Yeah, because she didn't trust us. Oh, jeez. She didn't trust us. She was like, this could happen. And unfortunately, the buckets and the bags came in handy more often (laughs) than not. And so she was onto a good thing. She understood that this was the best way to play it. And yeah. it was the best way because I've heard hideous stories of my friend, like one of my friends was in a cab on the way home and realized what was going to happen mm. and she couldn't do anything to save it. So she just pulled her shirt out and she, oh, down the she front, vomed down, down her shirt. chest. She vomed down her own chest. <laughs> was she in Perth or Berlin? Where was she? I mean, what? Yeah. But if you have to. Sometimes you just have to catch it in something. Yeah. Got another friend who caught it in her clutch, in her handbag, <laughs> and then got out of the cab and realized she had to get into her apartment. So she just had to tip her clutch upside down on the side of the pavement oh, to get yuck. her keys out. Yeah. But if you've got to catch it, you've got to catch it. Mm. Where did you catch your vom? Oh, I like it. Courtney in Wattle Grove. Nice catch. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Where'd you catch the vom? Uh, well, actually, my... Um friend took a private plane and took my mum and my sister up in it and uh, my sister started to get a bit of nausea from the turbulence and my mum grabbed my handbag, tipped all the contents out onto the floor and gave it to my sister. Oh, your handbag. Yeah. And it's a nice designer bag, but anyway, not anymore. Mate, can I just say... Wow, like, you can't like, wash that out. No, but props, props to your mum for having the wherewithal to tip everything out first. <laughs> <laughs> Which my girlfriend did not do when she exactly. caught it in her clutch. spoiled for contents insurance as well, right? Tiffany and Frio, where'd you catch the vom? 
Hi, yeah, so um, from from the UK, so we were um, at a house party and um, there were no lose free or it was all a bit hectic. So I made a quick dash out to the garden um, and the closest thing I find was a bird bath. So I just involved in there anyway. I thought I'd like escaped the humility of like bombing in the house. Um, but the next day it was really cold. It was winter and and we all won't find that actually it like frozen over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quite crocheting frozen vomit the next morning. <laughs> I mean, I always feel like it was better to see it frozen over than to see a whole heap of birds just feeding it. it. <laughs> uh, Phil and Meroa, good morning to you, mate. Where'd you catch the vomit? Uh, my little brother caught my vomp. Uh, I, share, I shared it with him, mate. Went night clubbing and we were in bunks, mate. I was in a top bunk and uh, hung my head over and vomited all over him. And <laughs> then mum come in and beat the crap out of me with a wooden spoon. Uh, yeah. And he got up screaming. And he's got all vomit dripping off him all over the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, oh, God. I know this is a natural thing that just sometimes creeps up on you, but yikes. Oh, yeah. All three of those stories sounded so natural. What a catch. Pete, Matt and Kimber. I would like to speak to Yellow Pillow Gang. You know I love you so. Yellow Pillow. Yellow Pillow Gang. Can I show you a picture? Oh, gross. You know what comes to my mind when I... Whose pillow is that? It's my pillow. That's my yellow pillow. That's what you sleep on? Yes, and have done for close to 15 years now. No pillowcase is covering that level of filth. Uh, it's not quite my pillow. It's somebody else's pillow, but they've posted here. It just made, it made me giggle. It said, women will never understand the comfort and bliss of a man's yellow pillow, and I agree. Yeah, that's because every time we change the pillowcase and we see that gross yellow pillow, it, mm. it's horrible. My wife has been trying to get rid of that pillow, no joke, for 13 of the 15 years that I've had. You have not had the same pillow that whole 15 time. 15 years, and I love it. I love Why? it. It's just because it's comfortable. It's just something about it. It's, it's like, disgusting. It's the same like where I've got this, I've got this one pair of... Of shorts that like the they're ratty as I've had them for probably close to twenty years. Yeah, but shorts don't matter because there's no bacteria in that. What's happening in your pillow yeah. is rank. I haven't washed those shorts for twenty years either. <laughs> they stand on their own in the corner of the room. But there's just you know, blokes we have just comfort things that we love and our partners try to get rid of them. And I, I just want to give you an opportunity just to give us a call this morning and tell us about Yellow Pillow Gang. And it could that be Yellow Pillow. you'll never let go of this Yellow Pillow. Absolutely not. I'll be buried with that thing. You'll be coming in the comfort. <sighs> the, the coffin will be white and everything inside it will be white except for the Yellow Pillow. Yeah, cool. I mean, I've just typed this in here. It says, pillows turn yellow for a variety of factors, most of which involve the accumulation of moisture, sweat, drool, wet hair and skincare products. Yeah, yeah that are unsightly and they harbour bacteria and allergens and affects the quality of your sleep and your health. I don't know. I feel pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good. All right. If you've got a yellow pillow, you're not getting rid of it. I think Producer Rami is one of your yellow pillow gang peeps. Hey, Producer Rami. Yes. I just told Pete that I remember that you're part of his yellow pillow gang. I have a feeling you've got an old pillow. 100%. Mate, I've had my pillow for the last 20 years. Yeah, you're my boy. Now, this no joke, gross. no joke. Shout yourselves. Just really like, you know, shout yourselves nah, a new pillow. my partner's trying to get rid of it as well. And I'm like, no. It's, you tell it's... him you will get rid of him before you get rid of that bloody pillow. <laughs> Don't you worry. I've had those few conversations. <laughs> uh, Lisa in Auburn Grove, good morning. Um, is your husband part of Yellow Pillow Gang? 
He is, unfortunately, yes. Oh, Lisa, how long do you reckon he's had this pillow? Oh, probably eight or nine years. I've just managed to get rid of it, luckily. He <gasps> isn't very happy at all. Lisa! You, you did it. You got Because you meant to change your yeah. pillow every one to two years, they suggest. Yep, yep I do. Yep. He oh. doesn't even use pillow protectors. Oh, no. Lisa, is he okay? Oh, no. He had the biggest tantrum ever. <laughs> is he adapting to the new pillow that you've purchased, Lisa? Oh, he is now, but he's like, oh, I can only use one of these. It's so, like, high and they're really puffy. And <laughs> <laughs> You've just ruined his world <laughs> with his health and healthy, lovely yeah. new pillow. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it was gross. It was really bad. Hey, uh, Lisa, we're going to send you off to the movies, eh? Thank you. No worries. You have a good day. And please, you Thank give your you. husband a cuddle for me and you tell him he's <laughs> yeah. still part of Yellow Pillow Gang. <laughs> yep, I will do. Uh, we threw out the text line last week, 04800 and we had an anonymous mixer, all right? Yeah, we got a really interesting text, didn't we? Yes. Uh, saying, look, I've got a bit of a crush on a work colleague. Mm. I don't know whether I should ask them out or not. What do you guys reckon? And we want to help out. Um, anonymous mixer joins us now. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Hey, you've got a crush on this guy at work, right? Yes. Okay. How long have you known each other? Uh, six months. Is there anything preventing you from asking him out? Technically, I am a manager. Oh, okay. This gets interesting. Wow. Okay. That makes things really hard. So do you have like a HR policy where you're not allowed to sort of, you're not allowed to go down that or, or what's the deal? No, as far as I'm aware, we don't, but I want to keep things professional. Mm. So I'm not too sure. That's why I throw it to you guys. Yeah, it's right. It's tricky, isn't it? Nah, it's not tricky, mate. Go for it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. You live once. You know what? Look, I agree with you, Pete, in that I, I think the easiest way to fix this situation is if you tell a crush how you feel about them, it goes one of two ways. One is they go, oh, wicked, I'm into this, and it works out. Or they go, no thanks, not interested, and it is the fastest way to get over a person rather than hang on to it for six months. Yeah, but if you, you did, instantly go, You instantly move on. I see where, where the issue is because – if if it is a no and it gets a little bit awkward, you don't know how it's going to go, do you, Anonymous Mixer? So if it gets a little yeah. bit awkward, then you're working together, aren't you? Yes. Are you getting any signals? Is there anything happening? Like you got a bit of banter? Is there any? Is anyone like alluding that there might be something there between you? Oh, there's a few people. Um, always friendly banter. Um, every day I get a smile and it makes me smile. So that's what I love about it. Oh. Has he said anything to you? Or has, it, has there even ever been an opportunity, right, that you haven't taken at the time, like outside of work or something? Uh, yes, and I'm hitting myself for it kind of thing. Oh, what happened? Uh, we probably won't go into it because it'll <laughs> take 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I like a good chat, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay. I mean, it looks, I think we might have to watch this space. I mean, we could also throw it out there and find out if what what do you think would help get you over the line, anonymous mixer? Would you like to hear stories of people where they've given it a go with a work colleague and it's worked out? Okay. Yeah, I've heard a few good stories mm-hmm. uh, with my friends and whatnot. So yeah, I reckon anonymous mixer. What's the strongest indication that you've had from him yet that it might go well? Um. Not much, really. <laughs> so it's it's a been risk. a bit hot and cold. Oh, okay, so it's risky. 
All right. Yeah, risky. I okay. think I think we just we have to put it out to the rest of our mix fam and see what they think. All right, we got a couple of ideas there, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll see how we go. Okay, I I reckon um, for the time being, anonymous mixer, uh, keep your powder dry. Yeah, hang tight. Yeah, hang tight. Um, we'll put it out to the mix fam probably tomorrow. Yep. And get a bit of feedback, and of course you'll be able to hear that. And yeah, we'll see what comes of it, and then we'll keep following this up through the week. Oh, well, sounds like a plan to me. That'd be great. Pete, Matt and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Next 94.5.